0: Hello there guys and welcome back to the Powerful Performer Podcast. This podcast is helping you as a performer optimize body confidence and career without compromising on your life. If you're totally new to this podcast and some friends has just gone, hey, this podcast is pretty good. Give it a listen. I would go back um, two episodes and start with um, building an incredible body or go back to the second series about finding work-life balance and achieving incredible results because it'll come in extremely useful. So we are on building an incredible body and for the last two weeks we've been talking about the issues with trying to change your your body composition you don't know what to do and um, you don't know how to exercise and um, you feel like you're eating out too much but that's part of your lifestyle and you feel like you can just consuming too many calories and um, you you don't make unbelievable progress and your body starts to to plateau you don't know what to do with that you, you don't really know what's what's possible for you um w- w- within your fitness journey within your your set of of given genetics so again that stunts progression it stunts consistency and essentially as actors we want to be able to build our dream body um, and find a process that really complements instead of complicates our life and I have spoke many times about this but I feel many actors try and bend themselves around a program that's fit for people that do these nine to five jobs that are at home every single day when the actual job of an actor is to be flitting off around the world doing what they love and entertaining people so you've got to be finding a, a program which bends itself around you or better, still creating yourself a program um, and and a set of tools and, and a process, which which essentially really works for you, and you can optimize your body and look the, look about uh, look the, the way you want to look. And again, the question that I've asked every single week: What are you unsure about when it comes to changing your physique? Is that checklist slowly being ticked off? The more we work through these episodes, so we're going to go through principle three and principle four today. So. Principle three is priming the body for a physique transformation. You've got to prime the body before you actually go for it. Instead of just going for it, you've not really set those foundations and laid out um, the, the habits and, and nor learned the, the, the tools and the education which are, are fundamentally going to help change your body very quickly. So it's about, you know, it's almost like we're, we're in the garage about to go into war or about to go into a race and we just need to, to build the... the the foundation and fine tune the the engine before we go to it so the first principle of this third episode is is calories in versus calories out for us as performers who are energetic who are flitting around here there and everywhere and as i said last week the number one client that i get is people that are burnt out and this is this can be solved purely by knowing about how much food and liquid you need to consume versus what you expend. And we have this great feature on the app which basically tells you how many calories you burn and you just go, right, well, I need to eat this much or this much or this much depending on what result um i want so the calories out are are what you burn day to day you have a a a bmr a basal metabolic rate and you have maintenance so if you were to eat your maintenance let's just say your maintenance coming up at 2700 calories that would mean if you consume 2700 calories you would maintain your your, your body weight. So if you consume 2,700 calories every single day for the week, you would maintain your body weight. You wouldn't lose or you wouldn't gain. If you strength train, if you had some protein, yes, you may gain a, a tiny bit of muscle like um, around 0.1, but that's your that's your maintenance at one end. Then you've got the BMR at the, the other end, and that's the basal metabolic rate. And it essentially means if you were in bed all day and you didn't move, you would need a, a set amount of calories for your body, for your brain, for your organs to to simply function, which is why just eating a super low calorie diet doesn't always do it for people. Well, it never does it for people long term when it comes to weight loss. So you need to be finding a if you want Uh, to drop weight you want to be finding an adequate number in between your maintenance threshold your tdee total daily energy expenditure and then your bmr your basal metabolic rate if you're taking calories too low too down towards your bmr that's when you're going to feel burnt out your training is going to be off you're not going to get any personal best um, and you're just going to feel extremely lethargic i really wouldn't recommend it i take um, a couple hundred calories off your maintenance, and just take that slower approach with with weight loss. But with any World class transformation there needs to be a basic understanding of, of a, a, a calorie balance calories in versus calories out. If you can, cons- if calories out are 2,700 calories and you consume, you eat, you know, you eat 2,500 calories. Let's just say it's going to be different for everybody else. You know that we can say, okay, you've been in a 200 calories um, deficit, we know you're going to drop around. 0.2 kilograms this week it doesn't matter if you're doing intermittent fasting it doesn't matter if you're doing no carbs it doesn't matter if you're doing the atkins diet it doesn't mean it matter if you're doing weight watchers the basic principles still stand in basic terms to drop weight you need to be in a calorie deficit to maintain your body weight you need to be hitting maintenance to be building muscle and putting weight on you need to be in a calorie surplus a calorie surplus is having more calories than your maintenance so if they were 2700 and you consume 2900 calories we would know you're going to put on 0.2 kg of um, of weight a week. Okay, so no matter what these diets are, I could say I'm going to have the the magic C diet of cake, carrots, um. Kombucha, which isn't even a, a bit of C. Um, shout other C foods at me. I could say I'm gonna have all these foods and it's an amazing diet because if I take these out of my diet, it means I'm gonna drop weight, and scientists go, oh, amazing, it's because of this, this, and this. It's not, it's just about creating that calorie deficit so the body um drops weight. And this is gonna be different to health, okay? So you can consume McDonald's. If you consume 2,200 calories in McDonald's, you'd still you'd still drop weight, but we're not talking about health as such if you can do both um, then that's amazing it's going to make the whole process far easier which leads me on to the next principle health first results will come if you work on your health on your food quality on your sleep on your steps on your hydration on your social health your social interactions your intimate interactions with partners everything everything else will come and I say to people, if you're a yo yo dieter and you're struggling with a diet, the best thing to do is actually stop dieting, work on the relationship with food, and the rest will come. Once health comes, once confidence, once energy, and um, once vitality comes, um, it, it builds the foundation, it builds your new normal to then go and get um the results it's almost like you can't really diet if you're if you're unhealthy because you're you're just not in a stable position you might go for a couple of weeks of seeing great results but then you the you rock the boat um, so health first and results will come i'm big on this next principle the eighty twenty rule we want to be able to sustain our results right we want longevity with all of our results and if we just go eating really high quality food and say you know saying no to sugar saying no to alcohol saying no to processed food there is going to become a time very very shortly between 10 to 14 days where the body just binges where the body just goes i need that high reward high calorie food why are you not giving it to me um I'm just going to go for it, and that's when you feel like you're not in control. So, 80% of your food intake should be coming from high-quality food, lean proteins, fibrous carbohydrates, good fats, um, fruit and veggies in, in every single meal, and then 20% of it can be used to socialize, to um, uh, to gain a little bit more of that rhythm and motivation back because it does that. When you reward yourself, you're going to work harder the next week. So, 20% of the nutrition can come from more lower quality foods and um, which helps in in many other ways it's going to help with with social health it's going to help with your your own um sort of reward work um factor and an equation so the eighty twenty rule don't just think i'm on a diet i'm on this health and fitness plan i can't eat any um chocolate because you know what that does it essentially demonizes foods it it puts foods into good and bad categories. And when you put foods into good and bad categories, it creates emotions, it creates feelings, it creates thoughts in your head, which aren't helpful. They're not useful. Think about it more about what foods are useful for my goal. And it may be useful for you to go out with a friend and have a couple of pints of beer and and a pizza that might be just what you need at that point in time and um, so there's no such thing as good or bad foods or black and white it's just what is is useful and that's why we on the power Performer program like to use this 80 20 rule weight loss versus physical development you may have heard that classic i may not be dropping weight because i've lost fat and gained muscle and that can be the case body fat and muscle mass weigh the same so if you it's unlikely to happen but if you lose 0.5 kg of body fat but you gain 0.5 kg of muscle in one week, which is, is quite, it's not really going to be a thing. It would mean that you haven't lost weight, but overall, you're developing your physique. That's a more um, optimal Way if if we could everybody that came on the program say we get a 100 kg male if he stays at 100 kg but takes his body fat from 20 percent to 10 percent and puts on a hell of a lot of muscle that's just far healthier and um, they're going to be faster they're going to be stronger they're going to be more powerful and um, they're going to be more confident instead of just just dropping weight just losing numbers losing muscle and um, losing rhythm losing energy losing motivation it all starts to spiral so if you can go off optimizing body composition and and physique development rather than just standard weight loss it's going to be far better and that's where strength training and putting a protein target in place really helps with that because anyone can just eat nothing uh walk loads of steps and they can drop weight but we're not really saying that's that's particularly healthy for what we want which is um physique development and why having muscle helps um I like to think of muscle like you're having, you're doing a tug of war and you've got um, a set of humans on one side, of a set of humans on on the other, the left side, all of a sudden, a hundred extra humans come over and helps the left side and they just pull the other team all the way over. Essentially, more muscle, more muscle fibers just gives you more power it gives you more strength it gives you you're able to do way more you're going to get injured way less you're going to be able to jump higher you're going to be able to run faster you i, I, I say like you're going to be able to create more jaw-dropping moments on stage or on screen because you just do things that that aren't really normal so the more muscle you can grow um, and focus on that the, the better you are and the more muscle you grow it automatically puts you in the path of okay well i need to eat a certain amount of calories i need to eat a certain amount of protein and um, i need to not go out and drink this night because i want to prioritize my sleep it it automatically gives you that through journey so your main focus should be how can i acquire more muscle how can i get stronger the rest will start to happen and um, we do often like to put people in a bit of a, of a cutting phase weight loss phase in the program first just so they can see what um what the body is doing. So we do like to trim the body fat down. But after that, the primary focus in the journey is just about building strength, about building muscle, about building power, about feeling um powerful just because better things happen. And I know that's vague, but like the more muscle you just feel more capable. You're injured less. You get ill way less. Um, you know, touch wood. I've literally not been ill in like Eighteen months, and I'm sure it's about my protein consumption and and and, and strength training. That's really just strengthening my immune system. So you get the point I'm trying to make here. Just having more muscle is is way better. And for 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 females who are listening to this, don't worry. If you strength train, if you eat a calorie surplus, which is bulking, you will never get to what a to what a male to what a gentleman is because they just produce way more testosterone like like way 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 more which is why if you ever see a female bodybuilder that obviously they obviously are taking assistance or in some cases steroids because they need to get that testosterone um fix. So again female male um you know whatever you identify as uh muscle mass is the way getting strong getting powerful and um, getting getting able Uh, next eating for muscle we've talked about protein again eating for muscle you want to be going for 1.5 times to 2 times your body weight and in kilograms in grams of protein so if i'm 80 uh, kg i want to be going for around 140 grams to 160 grams a day. If I go over 140 grams, it's no biggie. I just know that I don't really need that much because anything after that, it just passes out the other end, and it can also make you deficient in in other areas. Fats, carbohydrates are also really important to optimise performance and 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 muscle growth. So uh, protein is best. I like to go for um, lean proteins. It just gives me a little bit more to play with in terms of calories around uh, everything else. If I have a diet based on on pork steak and lamb it wouldn't give me much wiggle room elsewhere to eat other foods so chicken whitefish prawns tofu um, quinoa all good sources of lean proteins chickpeas chickpeas beans and um, all of that protein feedings now we're getting on something called muscle protein synthesis and again this is about optimizing and recovery and um, so you can optimize muscle growth within the muscle to optimize um, protein feedings you want to be getting 20 to 40 grams of protein every three to four hours and the study shows that this is optimizing muscle protein synthesis you are accru- acquiring more muscle Growing more muscle fibers. Okay, so very simply, set a little alarm on your phone um, uh, every four hours, 20 to 40 grams. If you get hit, if you hit your target, you don't need to be going and getting that feeding again. But throughout the day, you want to be trying to get that nice big protein feeding every three to four hours. Quality food. So um good fats, fibrous, complex carbohydrates, lots of fruit and, and veggies. You just want to be going for quality. Uh, Uh, food the food is the fuel and you give you give off that fuel so if you if you eat quality you're going to give out quality if you eat crap you're going to give out um crap so really focus on the quality of um of of your food the next principle is is optimal versus adherence and this whole thing on like you can everyone can do a a perfect workout but it's far better to be doing three to four um mediocre workouts it's all about consistency really so like often trying to get the perfect workout i can't fit all my sessions in or i don't think i'm going to be able to increase the weight this week it's just better going it's just better building that habit it's just better being um consistent so think about optimal versus adherence and actually adherence to the whole process being consistent even 70% consistent is far better than being like 30% um perfect so just try and be as consistent and and adhere to to the process as much as possible and that's what we say to our guys if you can adhere at least 80 percent to the process you don't need to worry about results because the plan that we give you will literally you know do its job science will take its place the magic will will work so adherence is just such a crucial part of um of the whole process if you're assessing your your guessing you want to know exactly what you're doing every single step of your plan in your non-negotiables what wins are you going for each week what is your 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 super objective or your or your super goal if you're guessing with that and just say i'm just trying to build muscle i'm just trying to get fit i'm trying to get strong what does that really mean so if you want something to last if you want to see results like with business plans like what you do with your auditions like when you're uh, going to a singing teacher you know exactly the plan of action that you're working on it takes you out of your head um, and it stops you feeling anxious or feeling guilty so at any point in this process if you're like i'm just i'm assessed, i don't really know what i'm doing like is it is that good enough is is that good enough is that where i'm meant to be happening if you're asking these sorts of questions and, and assessing the whole process it just means that you're guessing, and you want to take that guessing out of the process. And with any coach, with any program that you go on, you you, you shouldn't be guessing. That is what you're paying for. You're paying for that result. And if you could hit in it, if you can adhere to that process, um, you you will get results. You know, if if it's if it's good. Okay, principle number four. Let's get um, stuck in. What is a, a, a plateau? Um, you're always going to get um plateau. So in order for the body to not plateau, in order for your regime not to plateau, you need to make tweaks accordingly. Like we said right at the very start, it's not going to be A linear process. So you want to be making tweaks every single week, every single month, mixing your training up, tweaking your nutrition to suit your goal, tweaking your hydration depending on how early you're you're waking up, uh, taking things in, putting things out, maybe adding a supplement in here, and that's when the knowledge and the education really starts to to happen, to kind of make that that puts that magic sauce on it. So don't just think, right, I've got my program, I've designed my program, 12 weeks. here we go you've got to be making tweaks and i think there's someone in the army or the rf someone like that that says tweak and go tweak and go There's never going to be a perfect moment um, and that's why you need the support the accountability of like-minded individuals uh, coaches by your side because you need to be able or someone needs to be able to do that tweaking for you so your body doesn't plateau for instance it could be as simple as you've been doing 10 reps on the bench press for uh two weeks you're going to take it down to six reps you're just going to take it from Uh, High reps to low reps, uh, and that is enough to to able the body to um, not plateau, to progress, to bust through um, the plateaus. So again, it could be useful for you to make a little note of like um, plateau busting methods, um, and there can be many um, of those. So the point is make tweaks. A plan is black and white. It doesn't take into account life. So you've got your plan, you've got your program, um, you, you've educated yourself, but one factor you've not put in place is is life. Life throws you a curveball. This summer, um, we had an absolute curveball th- thrown at us. Things go out the window. The more prepared you can be, and the more give and the more flexible you can be, um, the, the better off you are. Which is why I don't like these these diets, which don't show you the principle of it. I don't like these training programs. It doesn't show you the principle of it because you need to be flexible. You need to have more tools in your account, which if you get asked to go for a, to, to film an advert for two weeks the next day, does that mean fitness goes out of the window? If you're equipped, it, it doesn't. Okay, so a plan is black and white. It's It's got the numbers there. It's got the plan of action there. You've got your targets there. But life is the thing that has to make it flexible. That sort of cushy roller coaster that we talked about um, a couple of episodes ago. So be flexible with it. Don't be strict. Don't be rigid. Um, if you are, that's when things do become black and white and it's, you're going for like perfect or unperfect. And like we spoke about, it's, 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 it's mainly about that adherence reading into metrics effectively and what i mean by this if you weighed yourself at 3 p.m on a monday you'd be far heavier than you weighing yourself on uh, a thursday morning at 7 p.m because of um, water retention so in all of these metrics that you have just bear in mind what can go on um within your life like if you take a waist measurement before holiday and then you take a waist measurement after holiday it's not going to be um an effective accurate reading your body's going to be hot, held full of water it's going to be a little bit um puffy so don't you've got the metrics there um and and they really put you on track but it's not the be all and end all so what i would say is take the metric readings if they're coming up the same number every single time, then it's probably more accurate than not but just taking the odd one here and there it's not going to be as, as effective and um, so consistency in this is is the answer and having to think where else have I been um, within my life for instance carbohydrates contain 70% more water if you're going to have a huge pasta dish or a huge pizza at 10pm it doesn't mean that you're putting on weight but your body will show that on the scales because it's just far higher um, in water so reading metrics effectively is going to be uh, crucial Factors that can affect your weight. Factor one, water, like we spoke about. Factor two, depending on what types of, of food you eat. If you all of a sudden take carbohydrates out of your diet, you are going to be much lighter because of the, the water retention. If you consume high calorie foods, um, you are going to put your body in a surplus and you are going to weigh uh, more. Factor three is is stress, the body can hold onto stuff. When you're stressed, you're far more likely to get high reward food. When you're stressed, you may not track your calories accurately. So stress can be a factor um, that affects your weight. Environment, there's a saying that says, um, genetics load the gun, environment, pulls it you might have a set of genetics which means that you're more likely to put on weight but actually what environment you're in either makes that happen or not so if you're, you're you've got weight gain at the moment and you want to try and get weight off or vice versa look at changing your environment who do you eat lunch with who are you getting impacted by what do your weekends look like what groups do you socialize with actually just changing your environment can change a whole lot um, by just changing um one thing uh, hormones, hormones can play um, a, a huge part in weight gain. Again, with um, your ability to eat high reward food, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling tired, if you're just feeling angry or sad, so hormones will play a part. Um, if you've been dieting for, for a hell of a long time, your hunger mo- hormone is gonna be at all time high. So again, you're just far more likely to, to go over your calories or um, eat uh, high reward foods. And then factor six is, is supplementation. Depending on what supplements you, you have, you're gonna be holding on to a little bit more water if you take creatine. I wouldn't weigh yourself in the first seven days, or I'd be mindful when you do step on the scales that taking creatine, which is a great supplement, works for 70% of people, the most researched supplement out there. But it actually the body will hold on to to water, um, for the first seven to seven to 14 days when taking it. So just be mindful of when you step on the scales. There can be things that affect your weight, and it doesn't. We don't want you getting triggered or thrown off track because it's not true true weight uh, a lot of the time so what we what we expect expectation can be a a massive thing and the more you know what to expect i like to use like something called anti-fails what do i expect to be challenging in the next six months or what do i expect to be challenging this month in the next um four week training block. When it comes up, um you can actually overcome that hurdle. And it's something we do on an onboarding call is we we do this anti fail. What what do you expect to crop up? What has cropped up um before? How can we overcome it? So when it does come, it doesn't feel overwhelming. You just throw in the towel. You just know exactly um what to do. So have a little look about expectations and what you expect to go well and what you expect to be um, challenging so you know how to um overcome that or if something isn't quite happening so that's been a pretty epic episode we're going to leave it there any questions about any of that let us know and um, it might be wise just to rewind some of that and write down some of those um key principles but we will be back for the final part of this building an incredible body podcast hope you found it useful have uh, an epic week and even better weekend and big love from me